gorgeous souls. Welcome back to High Vibe In It. We are very happy to be here with you again today. And today it's just your hosts, Lindsay and I, and we're going to jam out on a topic that's been close to our hearts. And we feel that a lot of people might be interested in or going through or be able to relate to. And I don't feel like I can word it as eloquently as Lindsay can. So I'm just going to turn the mic over to Lindsay and have her kind of give a summary of like what we're diving into today. So tell the peeps what we're talking about. Hey peeps. So today I feel like uh, what's been going on for me lately is this, I, is this feeling of things are going really well for me. Not exceptionally well in, in, in a different way, but just I am coming more to terms with the idea that it's okay to relax in the times of ease, right? I, to ease into the ease, right? But the only challenge that I'm having, and maybe some of you can relate, is should I be worried that I'm not worried right? Like things are going well. I'm, I'm, I'm off. Um, I'm off of, what is it called? Uh, alert. Like I'm not hyper aware of what could go wrong. I'm just choosing to lean back into the flow that my life is, is taking right now. And then I have this voice in the back of my head. It's like, but are you sure? Are you sure you shouldn't be worried? Maybe you should be worried. Maybe you should worry about this. And I'm trying like to come to terms with that and maybe move to the other side of it. So I, I, I wanted to talk about it because I feel like maybe somebody's feeling this way or has felt this way. And I think me and Kelsey can, can dive into it in a way that I'll be able to hear what I need to hear. I'll be able to say what needs to be said, and then it will hit people's ears in a way that integrates and feels good and it helps them too. Basically, we're using this conversation as medicine for ourselves and the world. It's the best. <laughs> it's the a win-win. That's how the best episodes go, though. Yes. We're just getting curious about these journeys in life. And I'm really glad that you brought this up as a topic today because I think I'm going through something similar. And I feel like at its core, it's more of like an identity shift like from the old you that used yeah. to worry all the time. And now you're becoming this new you who's less worried. And it's kind of like threatening your old self. It's like an ego death, right? And the old you is like, what about me? Why aren't we worrying anymore? And you're just like, yo, we're over here now. Like we don't do that. <laughs> yeah. And for me, like I, I know from doing work and from, you know, all the work that I've done on myself, I know that my hesitance for ease comes with the fact that, you know, I, I had a very hard childhood, a very traumatic childhood. And every time I let my guard down, something bad would happen always without fail, like crazy. My house burned down when I went to sleep once, like the things like that, like you, you, you settle in you're you feel as safe as you could possibly feel. And then bam, so I think that's a lot of the residual stuff happening right now for me, where it's like, uh, this is what happens when you let your guard down and your guard is being let down. So you might not want to do that. And, and at the same time, I, I, I quite distinctly do not feel the need to lift my guard. So it's this weird tug of war that I'm having where like, I don't feel the need to be hypervigilant. That's the word I was looking for hypervigilant. And at the same time, I feel like I should feel that need, but I don't. It's so weird. This limbo that I'm in right now. Um, and, yeah, because and I, you have like your higher perspective and your adult mind 
telling you that everything's good now. Look at our circumstances. Look at how safe we are. This is awesome. And then you have your child mind coming in with the the story that it created when you were young that like every time I let my guard down, bad things happen. Yeah. So you're, you have this um, back and forth between the perspectives, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you ever have like future conversations with yourself that haven't happened yet, but you're like, this is what I would, this is what I'm going to say if this happens. <laughs> you know, like an me? example. <laughs> so like, oh girl. Okay. So this is just, this is just me. Sometimes I, I'll like, I, I, where I project into the future and I'll be like, here's why I should have been worried now in the present moment, because this will happen. And then I will feel guilty or be like, well, that was a sign that you should have been worried. Am I making any sense? And I'm, I find myself also doing that. Like, this is a situation where in the future, I will have a conversation with my past self (laughs) when I say things out loud like this. Okay. Listen, uh, where I'll say things like this, or I'll, I'll say something in, in the future to my past self, like, see, this is why you should have been worried, but nothing's happened. Nothing's happened. And there's no evidence that something will happen. I really hope people don't just, I I hope I'm not the only one. I hope that some people can relate to this feeling. I think a lot of people are relating to maybe not the weirdness that I'm bringing to the table, but (laughs) the core essence of what it is, which is just you have no evidence that it's bad. You have no, in fact, you have quite the contrary evidence saying that everything's fine. And yet you still have this need or the need for the need, but not the actual need to well, worry. I think, I think it's that classic cliche saying of like old habits die hard. Yeah. Like the majority of your life you have spent in worry. So that's not just going to go away overnight just because you're stepping into a new version of yourself. It's going to take time for it to fade away. And like, that's the uncomfortable process that you're going through right now of like shedding your old skin. I'm getting like a snake visual, like really strong. So then here's, here's the question then is for me and others going through something like this, what, what, what's the action step? What to do? Do we just keep on keeping on and try to push that uh, knee-jerk reaction to the side. I know where it's coming from. So it's not like I need to examine it any further. I know exactly where it's coming from. I'm, I try to hold space for it, but not to, uh, only to placate, not to encourage it to, to grow. Cause that's the last thing I need right now is to let it be as big as it, as I feel like it wants to be, but you know, what is the, what to do? You know? Yeah. I think your question is coming from the assumption that you need to do something different. And I think from my perspective that the healing is already happening. Yeah. So you don't actually need to do anything more. Like it's healing itself. The old stories are releasing themselves. It's more just like a better question might be, what can I do to make this like uncomfortable process how can I support myself in the healing like during this time? And I would say for you and anyone else in this situation, like the best thing you can do is self-compassion for the part of you that's still stuck in that narrative. And we can start by asking the question that childlike, that childlike perspective that you have that you created when you were young and trying to make sense of your life of like, okay, every time I let my guard down, something bad happens 
You know, I think it's easy to have compassion for the part of you that feels that way because it's understandable why you would have come to that conclusion. Not worrying when I should have worried and like having the regret for not worrying at the time. But literally, if I really were to look at it, there's no way I could have, especially as a child, prepared I mean, for all the crap. Should you have worried? Like, would that have made a difference? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but that not. is, but that is definitely the that is the feeling that comes up of like, if I don't worry now, I'm going to regret not worrying when something bad does happen. But if I were to apply that to all my past experiences, there's no way I could have ever, ever like perceived or known that anything was going to happen, especially with a child's brain, especially with a child's brain. And do I want to go through life just worried and looking around every corner? And no, nobody wants that. But that is how truly how I've been living for the majority of my life until, you know, I would say 2019, 2018 is when it really started to shift. And I noticed it shifting because, oh my gosh, I'm actually, I've created my own safe haven. I have through my actions and my, my ambitions and my choices, my decisions, I've created a safe space for myself. So I've started to become okay with not worrying. I'm never not worried. Okay. So I don't want to just be like, I flipped a switch and I stopped worrying. However, once I was able to practice reminding myself, you you're safe, you created a safe space. You've done this. Look what you've done. Nobody else has been able to do for you what you've done for yourself. So well done, first of all, and just easing into the fact that like, even if I'm relaxed, it doesn't mean something bad's going to happen. And then when nothing bad does happen, it kind of proves that to me even more. Um, and, and I would say this is the first time I would say all of the end of 2021 and the beginning of 2022, I have had this deep knowing that I am shifting something's happening. So whatever residual need for worry that I had is leaving. And I know it's on its way out. Unnecessary projection, unnecessary, uh, you know, moving myself into the future in a, in a negative way that is gone. Uh, leaving not gone it's leaving uh and so now I'm like I and I and I'm glad that you said hold space for the healing as it's happening and you don't have to do anything else because that is actually what I'm feeling like I'm feeling like there is nothing that I need to do but it's again that feeling of like what if you do need to do something and you don't feel like you need to do something but you really do and you're missing it you know that kind of thing so it's just that like I know it's on its way out I know that these are all just old, stale. I love using the word stale because it's so icky. Stale, outdated ways of being that are no longer compatible with who I am and where I'm going. And I definitely feel that. Um, so I'm glad that you mentioned like there's really nothing else you need to do except hold space for for the healing as it's happening. And I I think I am doing that. It's a it's it's very uncomfortable, but I will say not anywhere near as uncomfortable as being in constant worry of what's what might or might not happen, you know? Right. I think transition is always uncomfortable because you have an identity shift. You feel like parts of you are dying or leaving or going away and like no part of you wants to die, you know? So it's like holding the hand of your child perspective and just giving your inner child a hug and telling her like what she needs to hear so that she can relax. And when she freaks out and comes into your head in the thought form of, oh my gosh, we should be worried. We're not worrying. This is bad. Instead of listening to that voice verbatim being like, oh, maybe I should worry. This thought means maybe I do need to be more worried. Instead of that, it's just recognizing, oh, 
this is just the part of me that's always worried. This is the part of me that came to the conclusion that my life is like this, even though it isn't. And this is the part of me that's just stuck in the past. So I'm just going to give her a hug and tell her that everything's okay now. And like, actually, we're not there anymore. Yeah. And look where we're going. Yeah. Like, what would you say? So this is like what I would do in a session with a client. So, well, I'm not going to make you go into your inner child, even though that would probably be fun, but it's probably like too vulnerable for on air. So let's skip that part. And let's just go straight to the part where you tap into your highest self, your wisest perspective, your most open heartedness. And I want you to tell the part of you that's scared and the part of you that's worried your inner child, like tell her what she needs to hear. Well, and that is actually where I was going with going next in this conversation is like, this is what I know to be true. This is what I know to be true for everyone, but I'm not going to put those words in anyone else's mouth except my own. I know that once this last bit of the need for worry goes, unnecessary need, okay, (laughs) need for worry goes, when I'm able to fully ease into the grace and flow of like, free life relief that is when blessings magic uh manifestations desires dreams come true will be popping off in a way that i cannot even imagine i know that it's already happening even in spite of this need for the need for worry (laughs) uh and so that is that is what i've been trying to remind myself of and i guess reminding my inner child of too which is you've always been taken care of. You will always be taken care of because you have always been taken care of. And, and just trying to lean, lean into that a little more because it's always true. I can't think of one time, even in my hardest moments, looking back, I was never not taken care of in some way, shape or form. I've never been hung out to dry, as they say, by the universe. I've never been destitute. I've never been Never, never. And, and if I think- you want to take it even further from a different perspective, because like your childlike self might disagree, like, oh, what about that one time when this shit hit the fan? Or what about well, that one time? But like from the higher perspective, you can come to her and be like, I'm like, even if you weren't always taken care of in the past, even though these bad things did happen to you, like I'm in charge now. Like I've got you now, like I'm grown now and I can come in and like take care of you in the ways that you weren't before. I don't think my inner child is there anymore. I think she's she's apprehensively hopeful. And that's what it feels like to me is like, yeah, are you sure we don't have to worry? <laughs> yeah. Um she I know that my inner child definitely understands like none that is never going to happen again because I am full mama bear on my inner child as the same way that I would be with my with my own children. You mess with my kid, look, I am scrappy. I will, I will come at you. And I know that's how she feels. I know she feels protected now. Um, And I think that, that going forward, the biggest thing that she has trouble with is taking a step into comfort and being like, I think this is fine, but is it, but are you sure it's fine? It's fine. It's really fine. I can do Okay. All right. And, and that's where I'm at. That's if I could put into words or, or a feeling exactly where I'm at right now, it's like, really, we can, is this okay? 
is it's fine. We can be comfortable. That's the best way I can describe it without. Yeah, that's not a making good sense. way to describe it because that really is the healing process, right? Like I'm thinking of a personal example where I felt like that when in the past I've had, you know, not healthy relationships, toxic connections. Yeah. When I met Jeff, my partner now, now we're engaged, we're about to be married. We have like a beautiful union. And when I was first with him, it was scary because I hadn't experienced something healthy before. And I was in the same thought pattern of like, is it safe? This feels different. This feels weird. This feels foreign. This feels unknown. This is what I want. This feels good, but it doesn't feel right. Like waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like, is this really too good to be true? What's going on? And I think that's just what happens when you get to experience the opposite of whatever hurt you. Like you might yeah. be skeptical at first. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a little and- time to adjust to the newness and the yeah. what you have been wanting and asking for. And it does make sense where I'm at in my life now because this is uh, the first time in my existence as Lindsay <laughs> that that I have consistently created a safe space for myself. Okay. I've done the best I could, but you know, when you're 20, 21 living in LA in an apartment with two roommates, there's a lot that can go wrong, right? There's a lot, like, it's always in my head. Like, what if one of them doesn't pay the rent? What if we get evicted and it's not my fault? I put, there were a lot of things that could happen outside of my responsibility, but this is the first time in my life where the full responsibility of safety is, is put on me and my choices and my husband. Yes. But me, right? Like I know he's not going to, nothing's going to happen with that. So it's really about me. And, and it's been pretty consistent for the last three or so years, but in the back of my mind for the first two of those three years, I'm like, okay, but it could go away at any time. Okay. But it could go away. It could go away though. So keep worrying. Don't, don't stop worrying. And now that I'm in like the third, third and a half, three and a half years of it, I'm like, maybe it won't. And that is right now the big drama is like, what if it doesn't go away? What if I am going to be okay? What if this is consistent? Lindsay and I believe that astrology and numerology are amazing tools that encourage self-knowledge and self-reflection. An in-depth astrology and numerology birth chart analysis can give you a more thorough understanding of who you are who you're meant to be, and how to live up to your unique potential. We both recently had our charts done, and I have to say that mine was pretty spot on. (laughs) And it's helpful because it reminded me of my true nature and what alignment can look like for me based on my unique path. Unlock your personality and path with an in-depth astrology and numerology birth chart analysis from Truly Divine. Illuminate your awareness and discover the hidden truths waiting to be revealed at trulydivine.com. For a limited time, get 20% off your order with discount code HIGHVIBE. Go to trulydivine.com to learn more and use the discount code HIGHVIBE. That's T-R-U-L-Y-D-I-V-I-N-E.com, code HIGHVIBE. There are some amazing doctors out there, but really the only ones that matter are the ones who actually take your insurance. 
With ZocDoc, you can focus on doctors who are in network, putting you on the path to see the doctors who are right for you. No more wasting time hunting down Aunt Shirley's cash-only chiropractor or the dentist your coworker recommended who's out of network because that is super frustrating. So luckily, ZocDoc is here to save the day. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. In my experience, ZocDoc saves you a lot of time and struggle because it's just the easiest way to find local doctors who take your insurance, who are available when you need them, and you can even use it to book your appointment online. So find the doctor that is right for you and works with your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc, and I'm one of them. Also, I got my dad hooked on ZocDoc because we've been moving a lot. All of us in the family have been moving, so we need new doctors for everything. And I've got everyone hooked on it because it's really the easiest, fastest way to find a great doctor who takes your insurance. So you can't beat it. Also, it's free. Go to ZocDoc.com V-I-B-I-N and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for the top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash vibin, ZocDoc dot com slash vibin. For the rest of the time that I want it to be, for the rest of the time that I choose for this path to be, um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because I, looking back, like I've never had this situation in my entire life before my power, my, my stability has to some extent always been placed in some, someone else, you know, even in, when I was just out of high school, I moved in with my high school boyfriend at the time and he moved out. And so I was stuck trying to pay rent with two, two animal, three animals. One of them was his paying all the bills, working two jobs and going to school at the same time. And it was just always, you know, it was always like heightened. It was always hypervigilant, very hyper-stressed. And that's how I learned to kind of operate my entire life. Um, and then, yeah, so, so long story short is right now in my life, this is the first time I'm able to settle. And so I, I can understand why I would question it because I've never had it before. I really haven't, you know? Yeah, it's so understandable you know, for you to be uncomfortable in the transition of like, oh, this feels weird. Because, you know, like you of all people, you always say how, you know, anything that's foreign to the subconscious is like viewed as a threat. Yeah. So even yeah. something good even can comfort. be viewed as a threat. Yeah. Even feeling relaxed can feel like a threat. <laughs> yep. It's yep, crazy. Yep. yep. It's crazy. Shout out to all my people who don't know how to relax. Hey, yo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When yeah. somebody told me that, Somebody actually said that to me. It was a, it was a counselor. Um, and I'd never heard anyone say that to, to me before. I'd never heard anyone say it before. You don't know how to relax, do you? And I was like, what are you talking about? Of course I do. At the, you know, I sit on the couch. I watch TV. I'm the best at everything. <laughs> <clears throat> well, it just never occurred to me that you wouldn't be good at just letting your, I was thinking, I guess, physically relaxing, not mentally, because my mind right. never, really never relaxes. And, and when I said, it, I was like, yeah, I, I, relax at the end of the day I watch tv and stuff and he goes but do you relax or do you just zone out and vacate and I was like oh <laughs> oh got it got it okay yeah I'm not relaxing at all um and since I learned that about myself now I'll ask my clients like do you know how to like truly relax and I'm shocked at how many people really don't don't know how to relax in mind body and spirit 
Um, especially now, you know, I'm going to leave a lot of leeway for this and a lot of compassion for this, because especially now in 2022, we have message units coming at us from every direction, 24 hours a day. We're on our phones. We're listening to the news. We're attending to our responsibilities. We're going to our jobs. There's so much message unit we call them message units in hypnotherapy because it's the amount, the, the units of, of information that you're taking in at all times. And when you take in too many, you go into overload or overwhelm and you just check out mentally. And how many people know that feeling of being like, I cannot take one more, one more bit of information. It's a real thing, especially nowadays. And so of course we're going to feel that way. Um, and of course it's going to be harder to relax in that way, but if you know this about yourself, and now that I've said it out loud, if you know that you have trouble relaxing, uh, now you can take steps to truly feel what relaxing means to you and, and what it can do for you. Yeah. And Sorry, I think side some, tangent, but it's important. <laughs> I think for some people, it's, it's about finding ways that they can get into that flow state mm-hmm. and have a break, like kind of inducing the relaxation instead of just yeah. like, going from being super stressed and like forcing yourself like okay don't be stressed be relaxed like that's yeah, so that'll hard. never work that'll <laughs> never know? work so I think it's about finding the little pockets of joy in your day and finding those activities that naturally make you to feel relaxed like maybe it's gardening maybe it's fishing maybe it's yoga maybe it's tv whatever it is everyone has their own ways of connecting to their own relaxation but I think once you realize and identify like, I would prefer to be more relaxed. (laughs) What can I do to cultivate that more and more every day? And you have to practice it because your nervous system only has so much capacity for whatever you've been experiencing and you have to like grow it. I just got a divine download that we need to talk about. Yes. What about those people, bless them, who are afraid to fully relax and quiet their mind because they're afraid it'll go somewhere dark or go to a shadow that they're not trying to look at. I would say if you're afraid, do it in good company. Don't do it alone. Do it with a therapist or a guide or a coach or a shaman or whatever. Like do it with someone who can hold the space for you and maybe bring you back if you feel like you're getting lost, you know? I think it's scary to do a lot of this type of work that we talk about by yourself at first. Yeah. Until you prove to yourself that it's safe to do. Yeah. And sometimes it does take like having a guide or a second person there who can like hold you through that experience for you to learn that you can do it well. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. When I was yeah, and if you're like, oh, I can't afford therapy, like you must have a good friend, someone, anyone, a parent, you know, an aunt, someone, someone that's good at holding space. Plenty of people are good at holding space naturally. It doesn't have to be a professional. Um, so just throwing that out there too, like resource people, you're allowed to resource people. And when I say quiet your mind, you know, everybody says the best information, guidance, wisdom comes from within and it comes from quieting, right. And being still it comes in the stillness. Um, and when a lot of people hear that, I think they go to like, well, I can't quiet my mind because this is what I think about when I quiet my mind and that I can't do that. I'm terrified to do that. And they may not say it in those words, but that's the feeling. It's like, nope, <laughs> we're not doing that. Um, and so, yeah, I agree. I think that find somebody you trust and just have them sit with you. No expectations, no nothing. Just have them sit with you. Um, you can try I I would even, you can just try to put music on like nice theta waves and quiet that way. But I, 
I, I would kind of, especially if you're just starting out, maybe don't do like a guided journey because we're again, trying to quiet the mind. Um, and that, that I think is the best, the done the best. If you are just still just don't put expectation on yourself. That's the biggest pitfall. Honestly, what works best for me, and this is going to sound so basic, but this is why I love affirmations. Basic is my mantras, my affirmations that just give me the perfect medicine in that moment and allow me to relax. So like, for example, if I'm stressed out about something, I can just remind myself, like, I have all the time in the world. I do not need to do this right now. I can do it whenever, or I could never do it and that would be fine. Or I could do it in the next lifetime if it doesn't happen in this lifetime. And I just tell myself these things that feel true to me that just push like a button on my nervous system of like, baseline relaxation yeah I love that that I'm some relaxation pro but you know there are things you can tell yourself that will induce anxiety and there are things you can tell yourself that will induce relaxation so you get to choose those yeah and they are we're going to talk about this again very quickly but they're they are so personal to everyone the idea behind a successful affirmation is what would I like to believe And how can I say it in a way that's believable? You know, so if you want to calm down, that's a perfect one. You know, I have all the time in the world. That's beautiful. Um, I have all the time in the world. Time actually does expand and contract. So if y'all don't know that, it does. You can manipulate time. You can. Um, So time expands for you. You have all the time in the world. You truly do. Mine is, uh, I love this one. I will, I am, how do I say it? It depends on the day, but it's usually, I have always been supported. I will always be supported or I am supported, connected, and loved. Um, Who doesn't want to feel that? If you felt supported, connected, and loved at any moment by seen and unseen forces, you would never be worried about anything (laughs) because you'd know every, every question you have is answered in that statement. Uh, Will I be okay? Yeah, you're going to be fine. You're going to be great. Sometimes when I find myself trying to be busy or trying to overachieve, that's like been my addiction of choice for a lot of my life. I just remind myself, like, I don't need to do any of that to have a great life. I don't need to write one more book. I don't need to create one more course. I don't need to take on one more job. I don't need to help one more person to have a great life. It's already great. I don't need to do any of that. That's all things that I'm choosing to do because I like to, and I want to. Yeah. But in this moment I choose relaxation. So I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Yeah. And let's talk about that for a second, because it gets so easy to have, I, you know, always have blinders on, you know, if you picture those horses with the little blinds on their eyes, I don't look around as much as I should and realize, oh my gosh. I'm going to miss this when it's not here anymore. This is the good old days right now. When my kids are off, when they're all in school or they're all at friend's house or they're all at college, I am going to look back at this chaotic moment in my life where everything's on the floor and everybody's yelling at the same time and nobody wants to eat the dinner and, and I'm going to miss it. And in those, it's such a great way and use this in any area of your life. But for me, it's such a great way to zoom back into like, wow, look at my life right now. I'm going to, I'm going to miss this when it's gone. So I'm going to suck out every bit of value and joy and embrace this moment because it'll be gone. 
And then you'll only have the memory of like how great it was, right? And if I looked at my life right now, it's pretty damn great. It's pretty damn great. I need nothing in my life right now. I want things, but I need nothing except everything I have. It's great. It's such a good feeling. That was so poetic. Once again, Lindsay coming at us with the poetry. Can we all just take in a moment of silence for that beautifully explained sentiment of healing medicine? I couldn't tell what your face was doing. I was like, she either hates this or she loves what I'm saying right now. I love it. I don't hate it. I love it. I'm like, oh, that's so, such a great, I don't know. I hate the word strategy because it's just becoming a thing in my mind, but really it is a great strategy to, Philosophy. Zoom out, to zoom out and go like future pace and just look back on your life and be like, oh, the, this right now, this is the time. This is why I'm here. I'm doing the thing. I always look at myself in the mirror and I'm just like, I'm really in this bitch. We're really up in here. We live in it. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. We really are Kels. We're doing it. We're in every. It. Everyone listening to this podcast, you are doing the damn thing. It might not be all the damn things you want to do, but you're doing a damn thing and it's pretty magnificent. And I think the best way to look at it is you get to want things. Recognize the distinct difference between a need and a want. And when you replace where you can replace that, I want to start this. I really want to finish this. I want to, you know, change this instead of, oh, I really need to change this. I really need to finish this. It is such a different energy. You need food and water and shelter and maybe community, depending on if you're an introvert or an extrovert. (laughs) Kelsey and I differ on that a little bit, but well, I would say everyone needs connection. Connection. Some people would prefer it in different forms than others. There we go. I love that. I love that. So there are things you need, but you get to do everything else. You know, it makes you feel a little better sometimes. Hey, Lindsay here. What if I told you, you could get unlimited access to some of my best hypnotherapy, mindset hacks, and courses right at your fingertips anytime you want it. It's all inside my Align Your Mind membership. Joining AYM gets you instant access to my entire digital hypnotherapy library with topics for any desire you have, plus a huge selection of bonus content, courses, trainings, and resources for deep, long-lasting transformations that I reserve for members' eyes only. Whatever you desire to embody or release, I got you covered, and there's always something new to explore and benefit from. Your biggest desires are waiting to be achieved and the AYM membership can get you there. So to join and get more info, hit the link in the episode description and start exploring your limitless potential. I'm going to take away from this retreat, pure happiness, new friends, new amazing friends, and the confidence to live my life again. My favorite part, because it's the most important part, is the healing. I don't remember a time when I was more embraced and cradled and there was an angel in every single woman in this group for me. Every person deserves to have this experience, to have this awakening and to feel fulfilled in their life. I could not have asked for a better 
six days of my life. You become a better person, you meet awesome people, you go home with a whole new tribe of soul sisters. If you're thinking about doing this, do it. There's no reason not to. This October, I'm taking a select group of women to Mexico to experience themselves in a whole new light. Not only will we be doing the healing work, creating mindset shifts, and learning self-love tools, we will also be playing on the beach, resting by the pool, and bonding together in sisterhood. If you're feeling ready for the girls' trip of a lifetime, join us. You can apply today at kelseyaida.com retreat. Space is limited, so take inspired action now. And a pro tip, you can invite a friend to save $500 each on enrollment. I'll see you in paradise. Yeah, this is a very healing conversation. I'm glad we dove into this topic. For me, I'll, I'll share my personal experience because I'm kind of going through a similar identity shift of yeah. like shifting from hustle mode to embracing more ease. And consciously, pretty much just this year, my motto has been like, or my challenge to my life in the universe has been like, how easy can it be? Like, I'm really curious. I really want to know, like, how easy can it be? How, how easy can it be? But also then that begs the question, like how easy can I let it be? Because it can probably be easier than I'm letting it be if yeah. I'm attached to a certain way of doing things where I'm efforting a lot and I'm used to efforting in the same way that you're used to worrying, you know, I'm used to efforting. So I'm like, hmm, how can we transition out of this? And that's even kind of the wrong question. Like how you're asking, what do I need to do? Like, I probably don't need to do anything. I'm just naturally becoming a new me, embracing yeah. more ease and slowly letting go of my old habits. And in the meantime, I just need to have compassion for my old self because she, she definitely feels threatened by the new way of being like, oh my God, you're yeah. not going to need me. You're not going to need my hustle. You're not going to need my talents and abilities. Like you're just going to be in flow and ease. Like, what is that? Where do I fit into that picture? You know? So for me, I've been just creating or discovering more about this transition and making it okay that like I'm becoming a new version of myself as scary and weird as it is it sounds nice in theory so I'm gonna go with it <laughs> yeah like we talked about before um we touched on a little bit is anytime you start something new you're always gonna have a part of you that's like wait what what are we doing are you sure this is safe and once you can get it on board that it is not only safe but that you're gonna thrive and feel expansion beyond just beyond like I think that the biggest thing that I want to know in my life is not necessarily no but if I can understand that what's on the other side of what I'm feeling now is just way better than anything I could plan and I say it all the time and I do believe it but to feel it is something different and if I could always feel like yes on the other side of this is beyond my comprehension in a good way. Um, you know, it would, it would feel a lot different to step into these new things, but we can't know that. And that's okay. You know, I, I of course you can't know that, but just be open to the idea that like, if I can get through this and if I can move through this transition, oh my gosh, how much easier will it be for me forever? Ease is my new 
my new, my new uh, He's in aim. flow. You know, what if things could be easier? How can I let things be easier? It's safe for things to be easier. I'm curious how easy life can be. How I easy like that I can one. feel. You know, just how really much easier know. could this be? I'm hmm. very curious. <laughs> very open <laughs> to being surprised and delighted. Yeah. Surprise us, guys. Surprise us, universe, in the best way. Make our podcast go viral. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a really easy way that would <laughs> to be grow easy. our show um yeah i'm really digging this conversation i think yeah. we should pull a card usually i, I was know that just usually, gonna say that <gasps> oh my gosh we're so on the same wavelength i know we usually save the cards for the patreon but i just strongly feel that it would be a beautiful way to wrap up this episode yeah so let's yep. pull one or two cards on the topic of whatever healing journey people are going through, whatever identity shift people are going through, what's going to be just a helpful tidbit of information, guidance, confirmation, wisdom. All right. So bear with me here. I got mm-hmm. two. I'm, you want, I'm going to pull, right? You want me to do it? Yeah. My cards are kind of okay. like far away over there. So I am feeling like people need to hear from the Angel Answers deck. Great one. By Rad, Radley Valentine. And then I also have Oracle of the Fairies. I don't know why. I feel like people need it from Karen K. Okay. Okay. So that's pull what one I'm calling fairy from. and one angel. We get all the good fairies vibes. Fairies and angels. Here. You know, fairies and angels work together. That's they right. do. Makes sense to me. Okay. So. so if you're listening to this, just take a deep breath and get ready to receive some divine wisdom. You can, you can think of a question, but sometimes I find it's better if we're just open to whatever it is you need to hear at the time but it's totally up to you whatever your intuition is saying sometimes you don't know what you need to know until you see it and then you understand okay so we have our first card and now we're just pulling from the angel deck angel answers hmm. i let the card fall out so it chooses itself I'm trying to i do that a lot too. it's fun i like watching them fly out i'm like oh okay i get uh-huh. it universe geez all right. Okay, guys, I got the cards. Here we go. First card, if you're on the Patreon, then you can see it. But if not, just know that the card is ask for help. This is from the fairy deck. Okay. Uh, it says angels. <laughs> this is the fairy deck. Wow. Talking about angels. Okay. Classic. Angels are celestial beings who protect everyone. And the fairies say now is the time for you to ask for angelic assistance. What I just say, guys, fairies and angels work together, y'all. We okay. just had an episode about this with Taylor Page. So we if you did. go back a couple weeks into the archives, she talked all about connecting to your angels and how you have to ask them for help and they're not going to interfere, but you can invite them in. Yep. So this basically says um, fairies are self-sufficient, but perhaps you are also feeling very independent and that you can do everything on your own without help. Um, but don't (laughs) on occasion, even the fairies need a little divine intervention and may ask for angelic helping hand. It makes perfect sense. If we humans can call on the angels, why wouldn't the fairies ask for intervention too? This card is telling you that an angelic boost would be beneficial for you or someone, you know, at this time, there are no rules to asking for assistance. Um, angels are happy to work with fairies and humans alike when it's for the highest good of all. So ask. 
I just think it's as simple as, hey, angels, <laughs> I don't know if I can do this by myself. Can you help send me a sign me, or some help? help me, please help. Please help me. me. Thank you. And I always like to add, whether I'm asking ancestors, angels, guides, whoever I'm asking, or the universe in general, thank you for all my blessings. Thank you for what you've done for me so far. And I also need help right now. <laughs> so thank you more, please, is my philosophy. Um, so there you go. That's the first one. Ask for help. That is from, that's a little on the nose because it lit the first word in that deck was angel and it's from the fairy deck. So that's pretty funny. Um, the second card we pulled, we talked about a little on the last episode, but is forgiveness, the forgiveness card. Okay. And this comes up a lot, obviously, when there is someone or a situation that needs forgiveness from you, the listener. So here we go. Forgiveness can work miracles. When you release the past, a weight is lifted from your shoulders and a sense of freedom washes over you. Um, ask your angels to help you let go of sadness or pain caused by others so that you can be free. Remember, forgiveness is never about them. It's always, always about you. This card also may refer to a need for self-forgiveness. It's time to let go of any guilt you're holding on to regarding a past mistake that you may have made. Give yourself credit for having tried your best, even if the results weren't what you would have liked. Focus on the changes you've made since then that have made you a better person. So yeah, you can't know what you don't know, right? You can't know what you don't know. But when you do know it, that is when you can make empowered decisions and new choices, new paths moving forward. I never believe that you should beat yourself up or feel guilty about doing your best in a past situation, but you can always choose differently. That's how I see it. Yeah, this think? goes back to what we were talking about earlier, like, how could you have drawn a different conclusion about your life? You couldn't have. Yeah. You know, that's just exactly. what children do. We try to make sense of things, even if it's to our detriment. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I think those were great cards. Beautifully said. I think we should sign off here, head over to the Patreon for a quick five, and then call it a day. Because this is the second episode we recorded today and I'm starting to get a little lightheaded and we get, airy, we get hangry. I'm get actually hangry. not hangry yet, but I'm feeling like the energy is escaping from my third eye. And I just, when I talk a lot, I feel very ungrounded and I that feel is like exactly I how I feel. on the floor and eat I feel, potatoes. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. I feel lightheaded. I feel a little bit dizzy. I feel very, very tired in my shoulders. And I, I feel like there's an energy leak. So we need to rein it in. But I Let's also go feel good. Like I feel drained. Like in a Absolutely. Good yeah. Yeah. Everything that has come from us has been exactly what's needed. And it's very powerful, this episode. So I'm very happy and excited for everyone to hear it. Um, let us know what you think of it. Send us a review. Follow us on Patreon, on social media. Tag our show in social media. We love to see you guys tag the show. Spread the word, okay? Because if you need to hear it, somebody else does too. And you may be the messenger that they need. Oh, I love that. Spreading the high vibes far and wide. Hope everyone has a fabulous week. We love you so much. And that's it. Toodaloo. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning into the show and being a part of our High Vibe Net community. Make sure if you're loving this episode or any episode to subscribe. Every week we're coming out with new content for you guys. And you can also join our email list. So lindsayrobinson.com, kelseyaida.com. We send email reminders every week about the episodes if you want to be also in the loop that way. And be sure to connect with us on social at Lindsay Robinson and at Kelsey Aida.
And of course, if you guys want to join the Patreon to get bonus content, extended episodes on video and exclusive hangouts and things that we only give to our VIPs, you can join at patreon.com slash high vibe. You can start for as little as three bucks a month. So super easy, super quick and super fun to be there. Also, leave us a review. If you guys love this episode or any of our episodes, go tell us about it in the reviews and share with a friend that needs it. We love you guys. We'll see you next week and have a great one.